What's up everybody, Josh at Evoke Bike, and I just wanted to give some context for this equipment video. Um, I recorded it in one shot and cut it up into two parts. So in this part, you're gonna jump right into it. We're talking about the cross bike geometry. We're talking gearing. We are talking some miscellaneous stuff with uh, cleaning supplies and warm up trainer, embrocation, cush core. There's a bunch of stuff here. Um, so yeah, I will jump right into it. Hope you guys enjoy it, bye. Okay, CX bike. There are a lot of specifics for like the geometry and the setup and the gearing. So again, high level. A CX bike is generally set up for um, more tire clearance. For you can sit, you can fit larger tires like 33s and above. Um, there's typically no brazed on front derailleur, so it's like a one by stock setup. But you know, you see the pros running two bys. Some of them are tra transitioning more to one by now like the the GRX setup from Shimano and, and SRAM of course is a huge you know one by setup um, another thing is typically they have, a, they have a higher bottom bracket just for like that that center of gravity for turning slightly more relaxed head tube angle that's kind of like a standard setup um, and then your personal setup like your bike fit um, again hugely personal preference here I know for me I have it a bit more relaxed I'm a bit more upright um, I run like a 120 stem the geometry on my road bike is different but i run a 120 stem on my road bike and i have a 100 millimeter stem on my cross bikes just to get me more upright i'm like more nimble in the turns um i think i read an article it was on like cx magazine a few years ago where adam meyerson was talking about like 100 millimeter i think it was adam that 100 millimeter was like the standard for cross bikes and like that's what you should maybe start off with and maybe go a bit longer or go a bit shorter see what works for you okay gearing the front chain ring you see typically one by, um, and then that the size of that chain ring varies somewhere between like 38 and 44. Maybe you'll see guys rocking like a 46 for like a really flat course. And then for a two by setup, it's like the standard is like 46, 36. Then you can get nuanced of like 46, 39. I think that's like a pro only setup. Um, I don't know if you can buy that. But but yeah, like you see the, the pro guys with all different variations of like the inner and outer rings. And then in the back, it totally varies. If you're another debate that I won't get into is mechanical versus electronic. So if you go into electronic, now it gives you more, you know, uh, options in the rear. But it totally varies. Um, you'll see guys switch things out for courses and different terrains. Same with the front. That's why there's that range. You'll see people change from like. Um, I know I like to run a, a larger cassette. I'll typically keep my, my front chain ring. It's like a 40-42 for the whole season. I like to spin a bit more, but um, I'll run like 11-28 for like most races, and then I'll go a bit higher if it's going to be really muddy. I'll have like a mud tire, a mud wheel set up with like mud tires, and then like maybe like an 11-32, 11-34, um, so I can spin a bit more in like a really muddy race for those high torque efforts. So yeah, and then you could get into... Like, again, like, you see guys running, like, I think, like, what is it, like, the 1033 is, like, the sta the SRAM standard for their electronic on the new Axis. Um, so, yeah, there's, like, a whole bunch of options there depending on what you're using. But I'd say whatever you got is fine. Maybe you'll have to run a bit more. Maybe if you're a bit higher, you can you can ride a lot more. There's, like, uh, so many different variables there. Okay, a bunch of miscellaneous stuff. Um so cleaning supplies, super important. Your bike is going to be filthy. Make sure you maybe have some stuff in the car or have some stuff at home. I know at most races they have some stuff there, but get yourself some stuff. Um, keeping your bike cleaned 
is super important because it'll wear out all the bearings, everything. So keep your bike clean. It'll, it'll last longer. A warm-up trainer. Um, I have like a Feedback Sports Omnium. Check it out. It's like your front wheel clips in and you can it's like a little roller set up in the back. Um, you can do your warm-up on the road. Totally cool. I like to, to do my warm-up. I know specifically what I do. Just next to my car, just put the cross bike on there and do my warm-up, no issues. A little tire pressure air checker, which is super nice. Um, you can keep that in your pocket. Maybe if you're doing like your pre-ride, you ride around and you're messing with your tire pressure, you, you pop that on. You can see exactly what pressure you're running. It's super nice. A chain guide, again, for like muddy races. Um, sometimes it'll get like so grimy on those courses that it'll keep bumping your chain off your front chain ring. Even if you're running a one by with like a one by specific, you know, like narrow wide chain ring, the chain guide is nice to have. And maybe you rock it for the whole season. It's like, uh, again, marginal weight there and a little peace of mind. It's pretty nice. Um, embrocation. This, if you're not familiar with embrocation, it's like this, uh, oh, like, lotion i guess that you put on um and i don't know exactly what it is i think there's like pepper spices and stuff in there but you put it on your legs or your arms um be careful where you're putting it uh everybody um i like to put it on with like from the uh like an inside of a plastic bag and i'll rub that on just so it doesn't touch my hands because then like you touch your face or like other sensitive areas it's not great but it's nice for if you don't want to rock like um tights for like a race you can put embro on you can put some Embro on like your arms. Experiment with this. Um, some people like it, some people don't like it. Maybe it irritates your skin, but just a thought. I know Embro is used in, I've used it in cross races. Tire inserts or like Cushcore. I don't have any personal experience with that, but I know it's it's gaining more and more popularity. I know it's super popular in mountain bike tires. It's a little insert that goes in that'll help you running lower pressures so that you don't hit your rim. Um, I think there are other benefits there, but yeah, just something that something to consider tools having some tools in your car or maybe a little multi-tool in in your in your jersey for your pre-ride in case you want to make some adjustments i guess i don't really know what adjustments you'll be making but um yeah some having tools in general with you at the races is super beneficial because things will go wrong inevitably things break which is a nice segue into having uh a pit bike uh which is super nice if you have a a, a there is a pit in cyclocross races um, typically, it's a two-sided pit, so you can you can hit it twice on a lap. But if you can have a a different bike in there, so if, if you have a mechanical, if something goes wrong, if you flat, if your tubular rolls, if you crash and you break something, if your derailleur breaks, like that stuff, this stuff does happen. So you could run to the pit, go in the pit, switch bikes, um, and then in a muddy race, there it's you'll see the pros. And amateurs as well having an extra bike in the pit and it'll be sprayed off there's pressure washers in the pit so while they'll do like half a lap with the muddy bike in the pit you know jump onto the other bike go around and then their mechanics will be cleaning the bike and they'll come back around and they'll do, you know swap do it again like and this will happen constantly but if you don't have another bike maybe you have an extra set of wheels you can do pit wheels and if something goes wrong I've seen guys, you flat, again, tubular rolls, maybe your tubeless blows, you can go to the pit, swap your tires. It's not as fast as, or swap your, swap your wheels, rather. It's not as fast as having a bike, but it is an option that keeps you in the race. If you're traveling, you know, hours, or like maybe you're doing a, a weekend race in like, you know, a couple states away, it's nice to be able to finish the race. So bringing an extra tire or extra wheel set is, is super clutch. 
Okay, so we covered so many so many things, but here are some of my personal recommendations. So some some quality stuff you should get. Some quality base layers: merino wool, long sleeve and sl short sleeve. Um, it wicks moisture in the heat and the cold so well. Some quality gloves. I would get a few pairs. Um, if you're racing day after day, they'll get worn out. They'll get grimy and disgusting. It's nice to have multiple ones. Get a warm-up jacket and some warm-up pants. I have like these breakaway pants. I think Castelli makes them, and you, it's super nice. You just pull them on over your your bibs. And you wear them for your warm up. You wear them to the start line if it's like in December and it's freezing outside. And then you can look, you know, like you know the Chicago Bulls and rip your pants off at the start line. Um, yeah, look super pro. And then jacket again. You're waiting at the start line. Stay warm and right up until the start. And then you can toss your jacket. People just like in the starting corral. People just toss like their jackets and their pants over to the side. Or maybe you have like. Your mechanic or your mechanic. If you have a mechanic, that's that's super pro. That's amazing. Maybe like a friend or like a family member or like your loved one that you drag to this race in the freezing cold. You can toss your stuff to them. Okay, get yourself some quality bib tights. Again, it's super cold. It's nice to have like some long. You can you can totally rock um, leg warmers, but having a nice pair of tights is is really really nice. Get yourself a nice long sleeve jersey. Again, if you're not running a skin suit, um, these are like some some clutch pieces of kit. And then bring some spare kit for your pre-ride. You're probably, if you don't have the warm-up jacket, or maybe you do, but you will get, like, disgusting in a muddy race. So it's nice to have some change into some dry stuff for when the race starts. And then another recommendation is to clean your bike. Make sure you clean your bike after every race because it'll get disgusting and things will get worn out. And, like, the grit and grime will get into the bearings and things won't operate right. So clean everything. Take it to your local shop to get serviced. Um, yeah, stay, stay on top of that. And then here's a bunch of topics that I didn't cover rim versus disc single speed setups. I don't know anything about single speed. I've never raced single speed, but I know that's like a unique thing Two by versus one by carbon wheels with the rim depth, why they run, you know, deep dish wheels, um, in the, in the pros mechanical versus electronic and then expanded cassette options, which I, I did kind of touch on, but there's so many other things there. So yeah, this is, I covered so much here. I hope this was informative. Shoot me an email, Josh at Evoke Bike. If you have any questions or see, let me know what works for you. Maybe you have some tips or tricks or whatever that other people would find beneficial. So yeah, thank you for watching, like, and subscribe. And, uh, and yeah, dude, cross is coming. So get out there.